greed over my phone the whole time. <laughs> this is why you guys should be Good listening to see and and watching on he's YouTube to and go Spotify. For the mic. He's he's mesmerized. YouTube and Spotify. So you can watch the videos because we have officially built a makeshift blitz throne. And I think he's happy. Right, he's buddy? Glad he's close. He's yeah. still hot. He's hot I didn't right even now. ask him to jump up here. He just jumped up by himself. He's like, that's my picture. Yeah. And this is my spot. I can't lean against the wall like I was the last. Good. So you can't Blitz be as lazy. Good job, buddy. Hi, bye. Yeah. Um, you ready to get it going? This is podcast number eight. Or eight. episode eight. And like cue that intro. Matt and Becca. He's using the wall. He's using the wall and he's like, get me my straight ahead. I don't want my profile. He's like me. You guys are the same. Okay. So we got the Blitz thrown. Great start to podcast episode eight. And and if you haven't seen it, Blitz TV started yeah. this week so go to youtube and watch that it's blitz you're such a big deal it's buddy. like three minutes of just blitz funny watch blitz be blitz guaranteed to make you smile it's kind of one of those things where every dog owner has like way too many videos and pictures of their dogs in their camera roll i have that plus more I have all the crazy Blitz videos. So I'm like, we got to make something of this. So check out Blitz TV. It's on my YouTube channel. I don't know how often we're going to post it, but I know I always accumulate a lot of Blitz videos. And they're just funny to put all together and call it Blitz TV. <laughs> Looks like he's falling yeah. asleep. Good job, buddy. You can lay down right there. Okay. I usually start off with it. It's been a good week. I'm not going to say it hasn't been, but it's been a crazy week. Crazy? Crazy. Why? What's crazy? The people in there. The people that I have to deal with on an hourly basis doing CrossFit. All my bolters, I have a note right here that says, calm the F down. Like, started on Monday. We're going over just lifting safety. And people, oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. We're, like, having a whole bunch of fun in here. And it really is. And people, like, always asking like oh what what's becca's class like it must be wild and crazy i'm like until you do something stupid okay it is wild and crazy in there until you do something stupid and we're going over like lifting safety and everything and then people be doing the thing i tell them not to do and i just mind blown exploding and then not to mention it's just like it's just hot and like we're dealing with a little bit Extra sweatiness some, and I saw some projectile vomiting yesterday. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that whole we'll we'll let that remain nameless. Who that was? But that yes. whole situation. But there's just been like these these moments of I can't help but laugh at them. But at the same time, because we're just like human beings doing all the fun things, like throwing heavy weights, flinging our bodies around on on pull up bars, like the giant playground that it is. And it's just been a week of just one thing after another and i'm just like can we what do we got today coach we just, rebecca we is, just got rowing today coach right? rebecca is stressed 
Yes, the stress levels went up this it's week. It's gonna it's gonna build when we get to that one rep max back squat day. I already warned people about that. I said, do not mess with me on maybe, one rep. Maybe max you days. don't coach that day. I'll just let you do. Yeah. No, I mean no. I you can I just love be it like in a safety way. Safety police, just walk around. I love it in a way, but this is me. My butt is clenched the whole time, and we had rope climbs yesterday too, which means my butt was already clenched all day yesterday. Rope climb day just stresses me out, but. I love it. I love it because it's so much. We have so much Guys, fun in the gym. All of this comes from is because she cares. It's true. So it's not a negative thing. She cares. <laughs> she doesn't want people to get hurt. It's true. But I've been losing my mind this week just because it's just one. It just happens that way. One of those weeks where we hit a few bumps and I love it. It's because our people come in here, they work hard, and sometimes we go a little bit ham. And it's athletics, and it's got that risk in it. And it just happened to be a week where people are fine. We're doing okay. But I'm just, it's all the steps to avoid like the craziness. And the, I don't want anyone to get injured. That's not why we're in here and everything. And then we're just playing along with the heat. So it's the extra challenge of uh, making sure you're hydrated before you come in here and everything. And at this sweat. point, At this point, guys, it's the middle of summer in Texas. The heat is what it is. Like, hydrate. Be prepared for it. Bring extra water. Bring electrolytes. Get used to it. Just accept it. It's so much nicer when you accept it. Some of my workouts are just like the what happens in the workout is based on how sweaty I get. Yeah, well, that, when we did yeah, that D-ball workout. I was just like slipping everywhere, and yeah. oh, it is just part of it. It's, it. it's much nicer when you just accept it. I've been taking that a bit far because I've been just like taking the assault runner out there yeah, people have outside. Crazy. When it's like 103 and yeah. like purposely just running in the sun for 40 minutes. So I did a. Um, but then you just get once you accept it, it's not that bad. I did a workout and get acclimatized to it. Friday when you did that, when you took your runner outside to do your zone two for the week, I went outside and I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do for this Friday workout, but I kind of just I think we had done. There's a bug right there, a weird bug. It's fine. You guys didn't blitz after it. Anyways, but I was like, I don't know what I want to do. It was really hot. It was like 105 that day. And I was like, I kind of just want to go suffer out in the sun. Oh, you were out there, yeah, yeah. I and I just you. planned like a 30-minute AMRAP. I wanted to get through at least five rounds of this of 1,000-meter C2 bike, sled push. It was like it turned out to be like a 30-ish meter uh, sled push, maybe a little bit farther than that. And... 400 meter run and just keep cycling through that well it took me forever to set it up because the bike seat got hot i was like i'm not gonna burn my butt and then the sled handles were i had to wrap towels around them because it was so hot yes. but during that i got into it i was like why why am i doing this but in a good way because i was i had never felt like that hot like my body heat temperature was just like so I felt my body just trying to cool cool itself down, and I felt like I was getting so fatigued so fast. But it was a cool feeling. I was like, I wanted to get myself in that situation. And it's what we tell our athletes, like, when you're put in this situation of the heat is going to come, it's always going to play a factor in your life when it would go through the seasons. Like, learn how to deal with it. If that means slow down, slow down. So I had to pull myself back on some, some parts of the workout because I was just getting so hot. Yeah, it's rough when you have equipment out there because it does get – I mean, if it's like a kettlebell, if it sits out there for like five minutes, it's going to be on fire. So, yeah, you have to kind of be careful with stuff like that. Um, well, that was fun and very
very sweaty at the same time. I wouldn't chill in front of the fan like Blitz does all the time for a long time. <coughs> Bless you. Well, thanks, buddy. Good job, buddy. He's always there to check on me. Bless mm -hmm. me. But then talking about like the safety issues, I laugh so hard because it's like running an adult daycare in like I'm trying to say this in like the most positive way because it is funny in a sense because I'm like drink your water make sure you eat but not too close to your workout uh bring your water bottle grab towels like it's all these little things like you're telling your students and everything but it, it's like really is big safety like some of the other things that um, we're going on this week I was just laughing so hard because we're all just giant kids coming around to play in here and yeah no it's just been a crazy week and no one's died but oh okay I want to tell the the vomit story it's not that gross guys but it's just funny we're doing laps around the building yesterday for one of our workouts and the the member that will remain nameless it's so comical. He's always got a smile on his you face just, and he's just... You just did like 50% of the people right there. Oh, well. said he. Okay, well, still he will remain nameless. I hope he listens to this because he'll get a kick out of it. Because he was making his final lap around the building. And I've also learned that Coach Anna was getting him on the other side of the building for walking because he must not have been feeling good like where I couldn't see him on this side of the building over here. And Anna was, Anna was pulling up and she's like, come on. You can do it, like get it, get it going, try not to walk and get to that finish line. So he must have, and I saw him jog around the turn and started walking like right at the corner, like right before the finish line. And Blitz came running out, and he's a big fan of Blitz. And that actually that doesn't narrow the, the person down. Everybody everybody's a fan of Blitz. But he started walking, and I go, Come on, you can do it. Do it for Blitz. Run it into the finish line. Do it for Blitz. And he start. I saw like a smirk because I he didn't look bad. He, I saw like a smirk, what I thought was a smirk. And then he kind of started jogging in, and all of a sudden just ran to the trees over there and projectile vomited, and it was fine. We got all it all cleaned up, got him his water, cooled him down and everything. But I go, thanks for doing that for Blitz. It was just a moment where it was like kind of funny and then it was not funny for a second. But it was just, I was wondering if you saw it because you were running outside. Yes, I saw and it. it had old Blitz back and not going check on him. I wasn't, yeah. That's what happened I was yelling yesterday. at Blitz too because I was not worried about Blitz checking on him. I was worried about Blitz checking on the vomit. Yeah. I'm just keeping an eye on this bug. All right, time. but anyways, that's been the crazy week at Bolt. Just a lot of fun things going on. I've had a week of great workouts, and I wanted to share something with... What do you have, bud? Some of that greenery. But I kind of like sharing some training thoughts with you guys. I've had a week of really... Good workouts. I've I've liked a lot of the class workouts have, are always a blast and they have been a blast. Like I told the class yesterday, the one that you programmed uh, was probably on the list of one of my favorites of all time, just because it was so fun. Favorites and of all time. Yeah, I told them that. What? It was really fun, and it was probably just because I was with some good people that I could race with too. But it was just a lot of fun. But also being on 
programming that's not structured right now and having to go in and I kind of to the gym and kind of like come up with my own workouts and I get your opinions and we kind of like just still on that train of make training fun do what do what you want don't worry about it being so perfect every time I like it to a certain extent but then I don't like it because I like just tell me how to get better do this and I'll go do it but I've gotten into a few workouts recently that I like I'm enjoying being in that sticky spot in the pain cave and I kind of wrote about it a little bit last night just because there are some weeks when you're a little bit more run down where you're almost like dreading going into workouts and getting into that hard moment but I'm I must be in a good spot, a good headspace right now because I'm having fun when we get into those. You want to push. You want to go yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's that's kind of the point of the whole off season. Like you're still training in a way. Your volume's a little bit less. Definitely some some things that are more kind of funnish instead of like yeah. things I'm going to challenge you with. But it's just to get that feeling of you want to go get it not that you didn't want to afterwards but yeah but you i think having that break in mindset is such a huge is is very valuable especially yeah. if you plan to do this for a long time like if you it's got to be it's got to stay fun you got to go back to those roots of it being fun yeah or else you won't do it for long good workouts good training that always feels really good when you're enjoying it even when you do 180 wobbles planned yesterday my leggies didn't get too sore from that surprisingly on another note I wanted to thank you for something okay. thank you for encouraging me to get into my comment section for my IG and just I try YouTube. to communicate with people yeah YouTube and thank you guys for being such awesome followers actually I mean that from the bottom of my heart like I feel like I mean every social media platform and page is going to have its fair share of just nastiness that comes along with it it's it's part of that world because it's easy to do that stuff but for the most part like you guys are awesome and I really love getting to read and see and hear a lot of y'all's stories and how it might re relate to either training hardship or even like the comedy reel so i've been trying to get into the comment Especially, section and i've been able to like connect with some some really cool people so i love it yeah especially on stuff like this like this is just a conversation with me and you and with some questions so comment on the youtube page or on this the, the podcast videos those are ones we'll definitely respond to and yeah which reminds me we had can, a can like keep the <laughs> I can't what? believe I'm about to say this. Keep the conversation going. Because it, have you ever seen that cliche. Garth that Garth Brooks thing? Oh, like oh I know. Getting on Facebook. That's where that comes from. <laughs> oh god. The I, first time I, you showed me that. I didn't just come off like that. But <laughs> I can't even remember the quotes on that, but it's so creepy and weird. It's so weird. I hope there's not big Garth Brooks. I mean, you can be a fan of his music and not, be a, and not be a fan of that video. I mean, ultimately, I'm a huge fan of that video because it's some amazing unintentional comedy. Like, just 100%. Yeah, it's 100%. Okay. But you guys can thank Matt for encouraging me to get into my comment section. He's like, don't be scared. You can do it. Because I'm like, no, I don't want to talk to people. <laughs> Especially in the comment section. The savage 
comment section. But we did have a big reels. Choose who you talk take, to. We had a big reels take off this week that I actually do have to get back some really awesome uh, comments about. If you guys don't know what reels it is, you need to check it out on IG. And we are gonna get into our questions. If you don't have any other weekly, um, just the CrossFit Games are coming up. Oh, how do you feel about that? I feel great. I feel great. Do you feel great about it? <laughs> we can talk about it a little no, bit. No, I was saying it's that's a big thing on the horizon. It's yeah, kinda... it is. Is this it's this coming weekend? Yeah, a week from today. Today, yeah. Today. Well, yeah, I guess the Masters start on the first. So, so like the big, the yeah, individuals the, the kick the it off on Thursday. Wow. Some more of the workouts. You just showed me the pig chipper workout. I'm jealous. You, you like that workout? I'm jealous. I mean, I love that they really are, especially with the response of everything this season, trying to really boil it down to this is CrossFit. We're going to test CrossFit in ways that we know how to. It not meaning every single workout has to be CrossFit, but we're going to really show you a balanced test because that's the best th approach I feel like they could have taken to the games this year, being that there was a lot of controversy and a lot of upset with the semifinals programming. And just over the past year and a half, having a different programmer, having Boz program, it's like, as much as like you want to trust that the person programming knows what they're doing, like you just have to prove it. And I don't feel like that got proven over the past year and a half. And maybe we didn't give Boz a, a big enough chance. But the best thing that they could do in this game is say, this is how we're testing CrossFit and show and explain how they're testing CrossFit. So they did that with the Venn diagram. Um, it looks like they're going to have 5K, the total and his gymnastic skills test, which we had a good conversation about last week. The skills test, I'm so interested to see what that skills test is going to look like. Is it going to be like skill difficulty, as in we're going to make them do backflips and back rolls on the rings and everything, or ring handstand push-ups, or is it going to be true gymnastics and CrossFit I believe is just your body weight efficiency moving your body exactly in space. not you. just not just the actual skill yeah um, because I can even say it like I told him when we we're having this conversation is they could say it's a gymnastic skills test and say athletes go do a burpee back tuck go do as many burpee back tucks and someone like with with my background is gonna be like ha Sucker is like, I've been doing that for the last 10, 10 years of my life or the first 10 years of, of my life. So that's super easy, but I don't feel like that's going to show functionality in my... I think there's, there's two parts to it. I mean, I think the efficiency in doing it over several reps. I mean, as someone who's a little bit bigger, I'm actually pretty good at gymnastics. Like just naturally, I'm pretty decent. I prefer higher skilled stuff in workouts than I do like high volume, lower skilled stuff. Um, so there's that, but also like the, how that skill progresses in something like that is do you get a separation of athletes um, that I guess what I'm saying is like the year when no one, like half the field couldn't climb the pegboard, you don't get any separation of the athletes. Like there's right. a few that can, but then it's like there's not a separation in points, so it's it's 
if it's too high skill, you run the risk of it doesn't really matter a lot for the winners if there's a whole bunch of people tied or a whole bunch of people that can't get to a certain point. It just depends on how that spreads out. Last year was a little bit different because it was a relay, so that you did get everyone one to 40 spread out. Mm -hmm. um, that's the only thing I could say. If it's a super, super high skill thing where a bunch of people can be tied, it can kind of lead into that ties aren't good for the scoring system the way that it is. Yeah, so, that's the only thing that scares me But if, me it, about if it was a progressive, stuff. I mean, I think there's a cool way that you could do it, like progressively making the skill harder and harder, but that is going to like separate people too. Yeah. So like you have to earn getting to the higher skill thing, just like you earn getting to the heavier barbell by doing more reps at a lighter barbell. You can earn getting to the back roll to support by doing 100 chest bars or 50 chest bars and then certain things 30 muscle ups and then you have to try to do it that sort of stuff yeah anyways very curious very excited to see what that's going to bring and then right before we jumped on we they just announced another workout that i really really liked it was called the pig chipper um it's just a down and back with some pig flips some chest bars lots of toes to bar lots of wall balls and you go back the way you came but i i said that in last year's vlog is by the final day of competition, I was really, really itching to do some really fancy version of traditional CrossFit and display that on on the on the floor at the games. And I feel like we never did that. And then I was, to be honest, like I feel like through this year's Open, through semifinals, semifinals only had two like somewhat CrossFitty workouts. I told so many people so upset like i feel like i'm not doing crossfit anymore i feel like i'm getting beat up with heavy weights i feel like i'm not able to show where my conditioning takes place and my endurance takes place because there's always what do we call them there's always like a, a something stopping you in the yeah. workout whether it's a heavy barbell or whether for some people that might be a, a skill that's blown out of proportion that only the gymnast can do and i was like I never, I haven't entered the pain cave the way I want to, and the, for the reason that yeah, I fell I mean, in love I, with that's, that's that's I did see that. I mean, some people, obviously, if they're strong enough, I feel like the capital, they probably hit that point, and some different things. I don't know what other workout I'm trying to think of last year where maybe people hit that point of a true fall on your back. That was even so long. I wouldn't say that's like a punchy 10-minute fall on your back CrossFit workout. But I think, you know, that the bottom of the pyramid of CrossFit, right, is nutrition's first and then metabolic conditioning is next um, at the base of the pyramid. And so sometimes it's like the true Metcon or metabolic conditioning of CrossFit. Sometimes I feel like we've missed out on because we've tried to go so much high skill sport weightlifting that even that, you know, Dave was kind of famous for that is just that make you question why you're doing this and make yeah. you want it type of workout um doesn't seem that there's been as much of that it's like what we a lot of people have been arguing and they brought it up with the 5k and we brought it up with the 5k last week is just let them run a 5k or like helen just let them do helen as hard just as possible let them do the workout as hard as possible and then that also solves our issue of someone in their gym can go do helen off to the side while the games are doing they can do it right next to the games athletes as they're yeah, doing it i was it planning live. on doing that yeah. and 
I see how hard it is to keep up with the pro athletes and everything. And that's where we can blend the community with the professional athletes and everything too. But where we're going, where we're kind of like going with that, that previous part of our conversation is like all the workouts have been limited by that heavy weight and high skill. Like just simplify it a little bit and just make it simplified not only to the athletes so they can push hard and display well, fitness, but also the crowd. Like no one, no one, I can guarantee you this. No one appreciated that doesn't know that much about CrossFit that was watching semifinals appreciated how hard it is to do a muscle up with a ruck on your back because it looks like an empty backpack. Mm -hmm. No one can appreciate how, how difficult that is. And then me going explain to something like someone like, oh yeah, that weight on my backside makes it harder for me to transition and sit all the way up. No one cares about that. They want to see the weight. We talked about this. I had the conversation with uh gerard and and another person earlier i was like you know what would have made the the capital even more epic if there was a huge 150 on the hoosafell to show you that thing weighed 150 mm -hmm. pounds now where do you think i brought that up got that got brought up from maybe the comment that it only yeah. weighed 50 pounds yeah, yeah. it didn't point but, being it's all it's it's fine to have that stuff and i think definitely at the games when you have 13, 14 tests, you can balance it out to where you can have a high skill event. You can have a heavy, you can have those heavy events. That's when it's in smaller events or just sometimes if you're a true fan of, I feel like fan of CrossFit and what it's been in the past, you feel some of that is missing or changing and, uh, you know, you, you uh, value that. And that's, you know, that's why people come into the gym every day is that to do those types of workouts and, um, and it's also awesome, also kind of fits the model of what is CrossFit and and everything else. So yeah. I, I just brought up the game stuff because I think I'm starting to get excited about it as a fan, and I always pay attention and watch as a coach as well. It's just it's been a it's taken me a while to get excited about it because when you have the frustration of yeah, not there of not right making it to the games, and you want to be there, and it's kind of like it sucks. It sucks to stay tuned in and like kind of care as much, I guess. I mean, you care because you're a fan of the sport, but it's getting closer now. So now I'm like, okay, I'm getting excited about it. You're not excited for it. No, that's, that's full honesty. I'm but you're not. still, you're still going to watch. Of course. I'm going to yeah. still watch and root for some awesome athletes. And, but I would be, like I've said in the past, I would be concerned if I, didn't yeah. give a shit. That well, I yeah. I mean, there. you guys, Rebecca's the ultimate, like, I don't want to be a fangirl. So. Because I, I want to I wanna be she like She wants to be athletes. an athlete. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And she wants to be the one there so even competing. Just like, so it just, it, it's not fun to like even. No, it's not. Yeah. And it's not fun just being that, the way the season went. It's just not. Well, I wasn't trying to be negative. I was trying to bring it up. We'll that now I'm coming around to being excited about glad watching it and learning from it. I mean, it's, it's like you said, um, seeing how the programming goes and it, and learning from it and being able to say, okay, this is what is going to be tested at the CrossFit Games. Thanks for bringing all that up. <laughs> okay. I was trying to contribute this time and have something to talk about. And then, then you just made me angry. 
Now she's angry. We need to like pause this. Yeah, and I'm really, no. All right, let's go we to the questions. No, we don't need to do that. We need to pause it, go train, do a workout, and then come back. And then let's go to the that. questions. Okay. No, I'm not sad that you brought that up. We're going to be talking I about tried, the games guys, all, tried. all for the week. And I'm sure there will be some other conversations next week that will involve the CrossFit, the noble CrossFit games. Questions? Let's put it together. He's eating his bone. He's like happy. A good boy. Okay. <laughs> I love that this question is actually on the top of our list. What are some key differences in your training plan for next season? What do you think, first of all? I will let you guys know that we have not mapped out, I mean, it's like in our brains right now, but we have a whiteboard I've, in the office where we kind of I've map out, out the some, season. Couple, I've mapped out some of it. Yeah, but you haven't shared any of it yet because we don't need to dig into it that deep just yet. It's more... And you are doing a few things. I mean, you don't realize you're doing them, but like the zone two work you've been doing, like yeah. some base building. Oh, I know. You said you just enjoy this time right now because when it comes to structured programming, it's going to be lifting and then machines yeah. building a base. So um, in regards to last season and like this, this or this, this season that we're currently still in and in the past season where we were technically more successful and that we qualified for the games like nothing's changing we're on the right trajectory just it just the programming and what happened this year just didn't lead us to our ultimate I mean, there goal are, there's some things that were changing but well you got to share these things with no, me I mean, no i mean just like you saying you want to do class workouts longer in oh, the yeah, year yeah. there's some things like as far as uh how you train or timelines you train that might change um, I think the biggest things, I mean, we saw lots of improvement on strength. I mean, you don't necessarily see that, but we, like the athlete that Rebecca was, like, I know I saw you got that one comment is like, why didn't you put the Husafelt bag on your shoulder? Oh, yeah, I don't answer those questions. <laughs> on your shoulder before you got to the steps. Guys, she couldn't get it up to her shoulder. Now she can easily get the thing to her shoulder and run with it like, like a lot of the other girls did. So there's lots of ways that. She's gotten a lot stronger. You know, all of her lifts have improved. Um, and, you know, that's the thing that makes CrossFit programming and coaching, it's a challenge. Is like we want to keep those home run gymnastic events alive, but we also want to spend a lot of time developing our strength and because um, that's our biggest weakness relative to the field, mm -hmm. uh, especially if it's like a pure brute strength, like a sled or a sandbag versus like something where we can use more skill like a snatch or a clean and jerk. Like I know you snatch more than people probably expected relative to the field. Um, so there's there's a lot of things that we'll make some tweaks on as far as, but like the goal and like a lot of the structure is, will be similar because we saw lots of improvements yeah, and that's in what, those ways. That's what I love about that. It's, it, it works. It's like, it's like, we're, it's like we're not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. It's not going to be like, oh, we didn't make it. It was a complete failure. It's like we can look at the metrics of things we've gotten better at, things we've improved on, and say, well, a lot of the things that we did improved us as an athlete. So I can't get past that, that saying that you just said. Throw the baby out with the I think I've heard that one other time in my life. 
Because I know what it, I I get it, I get it, but it's really no. I weird said don't throw about. the baby out with the bathwater. I'm yeah, not being a, I'm not being a baby, being a baby, baby hater. hater. <laughs> no, I mean there are two questions I I refuse to answer on social media. So if you comment them, just forget about it. What's wrong with my elbow? Because I've already answered that a bazillion times, and it's on my newsletter. So just go check out the newsletter. I get asked that sometimes three times a day, and. Why didn't you put the Husafel on your shoulder? Wow. Genius idea. Why didn't I think of that? But that is something when we filled up that Husafel like not too long ago and how easy it was to get it up on my shoulder and just seeing just basic lifts and those numbers increase. I mean, it's working. It's just well, going to take time. I think to... And I'm along for the ride. Yeah, trying to get stronger you know in certain ways but also you know a lot of things that we want to put effort into is recovery sleep oh, yeah. nutrition all that can we can continue there's so okay this is, this is a good way to answer that question is people don't know like you guys see what what we do around here we coach train we're doing all these videos and i work on i'm always doing things and the hardest thing for me to do is sit down and do nothing uh, leading up to the games and just in that season, that was the most I was coaching, personal training, and I did. 2022. I, I was doing a lot. Last and year. when we were games training, I was still on a full coaching schedule. I was get like in the heat, and it wasn't bad. Like I wasn't it putting myself in like a deficit or anything, but it was just when you are having, when you're trying to recover, grow your muscles and everything, it, it requires other things rather than just strength training, it's recovery. So I've definitely gotten a little bit better at that. My eating's recently gotten better. I eat a lot more than I than I used to, but every I like the way we're headed. I liked what we saw at semifinals this year. So it worked. And then I'm so, so confident I, I've been really frustrated in the past with kind of like my background or how I grew up or how like my what my stature is like and how I grew up not playing only doing gymnastics and everything. And I'd be like, I feel like I've got such a big gap between my gymnastics and my strength. And there was, but now I'm starting to see them creep closer together. And I know when we get stronger through our basic lifting and that side it's only going to make my gymnastics stronger too which is going to be awesome it's got like i'm so excited for to see what happens when we're actually at our peak which is still years down the road so we keep doing what we're doing getting stronger and adjusting where we feel like we need to more class workouts keep it fun and keep lifting there we go next question how to be better in ski? Question mark. <laughs> we don't have a ski erg right here to show you guys. I will leave you with two tips. Be tall. <laughs> be tall. Actually, like that's a joke be because heavy. I'm, I'm you can not just tall. Lean against it. That's a that's partly a joke because I'm not tall. But seriously, reach tall. Always reach tall. And then, actually, you did say my other one is I tell athletes to. Uh, not be heavy, but use gravity to your advantage and really kind of lengthen yourself and use your hips, send those hips back, really keep your body long and use your long levers as you're the, know, throwing the, your chest. The, the core ground. to extremity principle. Mm -hmm. 
Uh -huh. I have to do a video on this. You scan, have I guess. to it's my favorite use machine. your hips and core and your arms follow. Most people want to pull early with their arms, just like they want to pull early with a clean, and you have to fight that urge. You want tension through your through your arms, through your lats, keep create that tension, but it's just core to extremity. Using your hips, instead of opening your hips violently, you close your hips violently, keep your midline tight or crunch hard. And then, we'll have to do a skiing video. But um, on that note, we'll give more to this question than what it actually was because we're awesome like that. Rank your machines, one, two, and three, one being your favorite. Bike, row, ski. Go. One being my favorite? Yeah, one being your favorite. Ski. I mean, this is the, the order of how good I think I am at them. Yeah, if ski, you're good at it, you like ski, it. Ski, row, bike. And bike, I'm decent at. It's just hurts the worst than the other two, I feel like. You like to ski. Okay. Mine I just is... feel like, whatever reason on the ski, I feel like I can hold a good pace and I breathe really well on the ski. Mine is ski, bike, row. Would you have guessed that? Yeah. Sure. Wow, you just know everything. Okay. What if we put the runner in there? You can put that in there. I don't know about that mm -hmm. machine. Uh, but yeah, I, I was thinking about that the other day because someone was like, what's your favorite machine? I was like, definitely the ski, just because I feel like, I mean, it's not like I'm top tier at it because I'm short and small, but I feel like I'm a decent skier for what I got right here. And then I was like, ooh, what's the bike in the row? Just because I think I just like the bike more than I yeah. like the row. No, those are close though. There you go. Next questions. Any key tips if you want to advance from intermediate RX to elite level? I mean, I feel like we've hit this a couple times in the past. It depends on what you want out of your fitness journey. I feel like a lot of people see competition from the sidelines and they're like, oh, yeah, that looks fun. And it is fun when you get out there. The less fun part about it is the work that it takes to get to those high-level competitions. So it just requires more out of everything. So my tip to you is do more from a standpoint of your training when it comes to like accessory mobility and take care of your, taking care of your body. If you do one workout, you're pro if you're wanting to get to elite, you're probably going to have to do more than one workout. But also more for yourself through your mindset, through your nutrition, your sleep and recovery. It just requires a whole lot more because you're talking about like everyone can play CrossFit, everyone can play football, everyone can play basketball, but why are the best the best? Because they live that. They eat, sleep, and breathe that sport. So that's mm. what it's got to turn into if that's what you're looking for. Yeah, the only uh, the other thing I'll add to that is just preparation and and expanding your CrossFit intelligence. I know a lot of people like they like come that. in, they hit the workout hard, but they don't have a like purpose behind it. They don't know why they're doing it. They don't ever they don't pay attention. They don't video themselves. They don't um, they don't try to use different mechanisms like an EMOM, or they don't record their uh, their workout times or pay attention to did, did I negative split that? How long did each round take me? Was I way faster here? Was I way faster there? Like your CrossFit intelligence is a huge thing to like understanding how to attack any type of workout when it when you're trying to be competitive or when you haven't done it before. So um, 
And one of the best ways to learn that is EMOMs, just because you can learn what Love me what more. numbers you can hold and what will take you, how long different things will take you. And that that's a huge part that I don't feel like, I feel like there's lots of people that are willing to come in and work hard and put in the effort, but then they do almost a very similar workout every day or they don't pay attention to the nuances of, uh, or, or develop their intelligence in relation to CrossFit. It's funny, I haven't run into this recently as much as I used to, and maybe it's just because how the sport has grown, but I feel like a lot in the past, I used to get a lot of athletes come to the gym and be like, hey, I want to be the next games athlete. I want to try to make it to the games. And we're like, cool, I'll never ever shoot down a, a, a dream or, or, or do that to someone, but it's just hitting them with the reality of, okay, if you're if that's your goal, now you're coming in with a mindset of how to get every single ounce out of training from not only like your health and fitness, but a mindset and being a, seeing yourself as a, a competitor, and that means coming in prepared for the workouts, logging your results, and everybody should be doing that. But to the extent of like you're taking notes, you're videoing your lifts, you're like, where can I get better at that? I, that's the reason I video my workouts is I go back and watch it. I think I look like some, like I'm doing something and I'm like, oh shoot, that didn't look good. Yeah. Or I, I tr that transition took way longer than it felt mid-workout. So it's just like this, the little things, right? Like mm -hmm. you can, we talked about this a little bit before. You can be a, have a competitive mindset without necessarily being, but developing that competitive mindset of like, do you throw your rope on the ground after you get done doing a set of double unders? Do you hold the standard? How hard mm -hmm. do you hold the standard? Do you, you know, not necessarily even like cutting reps, but oh man, like I saw a video video you posted up of us doing handstand push-ups mm -hmm. and our stories on the last rep, my heel came off I saw that too. on the 10th rep. And I was like, shit, no and I, rep. And I had no idea I did it. I was just uh -huh. kicking down. But then yeah. like just that little thing of being mindful of like those little bitty things. And I push our, some of our competitive athletes, like we all have those little areas in our gym or my perfect bar, my perfect setup, getting everything close. Hey, if you're a true competitor, especially in CrossFit, being prepared for the unknown and unknowable, go do it on the slippier, go do pull-ups on the, the pull-up bar you don't like as much or you have to jump a little bit higher to or, you know, be a little bit willing to like mix that up or use dumbbells instead of barbells or do something with the movement that's a little bit different and just kind of accept that because when you go back to the your comfort zone or you get to be on that pull-up bar you like you're going to be even better so um, those little things i think yes come out big time in the long run with competitive like people who are really going to make the next step yesterday i was really proud of myself mid-workout but i was also like <gasps> because we were sharing ropes for the rope climbs. And I got really offended the other day because people noticed that I take the same rope down. And it's just because it, that's like the clear 15 foot rope that yeah. it, the beam is like at 15 feet and it's one of the easier ropes that's out of the way to get down. And they called that Becca's rope. And I go, that's not my rope. I'll climb on the other ropes. And I got really offended. And then we were sharing ropes in yesterday's workout and I saw it. Terry had come and jumped on the rope that I was using. Um, and I was like, Terry, do you want to switch ropes? And I went on, on we switched ropes, 
uh, just because that, that beam's a little bit higher. It's hard to see where the 15-foot mark is. Uh, and it was just a, kind of that fast EMOM. But I was like, oh, I don't like this rope. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> but I was like kind of proud of myself because I do like the other rope better. <laughs> but I went on that other rope. I was like, yeah, good for me. <laughs> but I got really offended when they said that was Becca's rope. I go, no, 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 no. I use different equipment, but everybody has their preferences too. Okay, there you go. You just gotta pour your heart and soul into it. If you wanna be at that elite level, just gotta live it. Uh, next question. This is funny. Okay, I'm trying, I'm trying not to get too angry about this, but it's gonna you already made me you're, angry. You're angry you this already, whole podcast. You already made me angry today, so we'll just roll Guys, with it. Guys, send her some hearts in the <laughs> You already some made hugs. Me, yeah, because just section. over here making me angry. Is getting a CrossFit level one harder to get if you've never been to a CrossFit gym? Is it harder to get? No. No, that's the answer. No. No. And that's the disappointing there's, there's, part of it. Uh, it's no. I don't know. There's tons of people that go get their CrossFit level ones that are like are in different areas of fitness and it's their first exposure to CrossFit. If you went to middle school or high school what and you, you learned in right now. No, and you learn to like what are you pay attention in? and you do the you read the the CrossFit level one handbook before you show up and you listen and you pay attention and you don't do that. Yeah. But you, you will pass the test. There's people that go to level ones that don't pass the test and they have to retake the test, but you do not have to be in a CrossFit gym. You do not. I mean, I don't think that's what, what is Why are you mad about this? Mom, I'm boiling today. Like, why are you mad? Because I want people... We should only let people get exposed to CrossFit if they've been in no, the No, 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 no. We've talked about this. Like, the barrier to entry to coach CrossFit, I, I, I go back and forth on it. It's low. It's very, very low. It's very, very easy to get certified to coach. But I feel like there's so many people that get certified to coach that don't actually want to coach. Well, that, that's... They want to just learn about CrossFit. It's a good place to no, learn about that CrossFit. That is great. That is great. Okay, okay, that, that you're, goes, it, you're helping me see it no, from a different this, light. This I'm goes, talking about, like, why were, are there people at my CrossFit level 2 that haven't coached a single CrossFit class? If they like it, that's fine. It's on the affiliate. No, they're planning on coaching, that's but you on, haven't coached FNL1. That's, that's on the affiliate. That's true. Or the ownership. Whoever owns or runs the affiliate, that's on them. That's not on CrossFit. I think it's fine. I mean, guys... Certifications mean, I don't know. I don't say they won't. They don't mean, they don't mean everything. I guess is the right way to put it. Just because someone has a certification doesn't mean that they're a good coach. Just because someone um, doesn't doesn't mean they're a bad coach. I, I do think I do agree to some degree. It shows a propensity to continue learning. But there's lots of ways to learn. I learned so much. I mean, I got my level. One, I'd been at an affiliate a little while, but I did so much self-teaching, just online, watching everything on the CrossFit Journal, just going on YouTube, watching Olympic weightlifting videos. Like, you, you can learn so much. It's just a matter of um, 
you having that desire and and how much you put into that. And then ultimately, I think the only way I see it bad sometimes or when that, that case, like if you're getting a level two and you still haven't coached is you haven't, you don't have any real world experience. And that's really where you learn the most is, okay, I'm taking this thing I watched this video on and then now I'm trying to apply it to actually coaching somebody or um, I learned, I read this article or this book by Louis Simmons and now I'm going to try to program this conjugate style strength program for somebody. Like it's putting it into practice where you actually learn the most. So that would be my, I get what you're coming at, but I don't think that's CrossFit's fault. And I have no issue with, Hey, if I just want to learn more about CrossFit and do it for fun, or um, it's an inner, it's a way to let, let people be introduced to CrossFit. It, but yes, if someone has very little um, experience and they just come and get their level one, should they automatically be in a gym coaching 15 people have a snatch? Probably not, but that's on the affiliates. Okay. That's my answer. Thank you helping me see it from a different light right now just because I think I'm just not impressed when I see or visit or hear some issues that gyms have of just from from athletes that I've talked to like my coaches don't coach and they just like they're certified but they don't actually want to coach and I get it like some people just might want to learn about CrossFit I didn't even think about it from that from that point of view is just like might just want to go study up CrossFit and that's awesome like the the, the certifications and the seminars great they're amazing I have, I have nothing bad to say about them I I so enjoyed my L1 and my L2 to answer your question no it's not it's not harder I mean I love hearing that that you just like studied journal and everything but that's like you're still immersed in like the CrossFit world. You're not specifically at a, at a gym right there, but you're still immersed in the CrossFit world. Right. What I don't get is that I go to my L1 and there was someone there that hadn't been doing CrossFit more than two weeks. And they're like, and they ask you, they're like, are you looking to coach? I think, yeah. I'm like, how it's, I go back and back to this all the time. I'm like, how are you supposed to coach when you, and understand how to coach this sport when you've never seen yeah. it. Well, that's, I think that goes to the point that I said is certifications aren't everything. Maybe you feel it can feel kind of salty that I have the same credential as somebody else who didn't. It's not that. It's... But in the eyes of to the, in the, to the lay person, they see that as like, oh, you're the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you just have to be comfortable in like you can prove in a second. People know immediately. No one's ever asked to see my CrossFit credentials. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not that. It's not being salty that I have. I, I could care less about credentials. It just shows, like, desire to, like, care and help people get better. And I really, truly want to be knowledgeable about this because maybe I, I saw this. I got passionate about this because I was in a CrossFit class. And I was like, wow, I want to I wanna see how I can contribute to this and make people better and everything and not just oh, I'm just going to go get a certification so I can stand in a gym and start a clock. That's yeah. what I get worried about. Yeah. You're, you're more, your frustration is the, just the level of coaching and wanting to raise the bar for just the coaching and across the board. That's what your issue is. Not the level one. I mean, 
Think about so many things about how we program or do or what we preach to people every day. Man, if everyone in here went to the level one and like listened and listened to the methodology and really took it in, it would make our jobs way easier because then they would understand why we want to do something that's short and fast and I want you to be in this time domain and why we're doing this long day and why it's important to go run super long this day and some of those things. So, you know, I think it's a good thing even if it's for your own personal understanding of why you do the methodology. Um, and as coaches, it would help as we preach some of that stuff yeah. to people as well. So yeah, you're, 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 you're just mad at lazy coaches. It doesn't matter if you're level one or level whatever. You just don't like lazy coaches is what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> wow. It's like you know me or something. <laughs> okay. Fine. Yes. But I guess I should look at it from... Winner! I won the, <laughs> You're winning this won whole podcast because I'm just answer. sitting over here like on fire, boiling in anger. Okay. Um, but I should celebrate the fact that I, we talk about how fitness is like anyone, anyone can do it. And that, that is the beauty of the barrier to entry being low for getting a CrossFit L1 is it's awesome. You should go do it. It's a great seminar. And I think it really, I've heard nothing but inspiring stories from it. Like it gets people fired up to, and to it learn is, more. It is. And you like, here's another thing that would help is if you did more seminars from other, uh, like if you went and got, your personal training yeah, yeah. credential or like even USA weightlifting. The CrossFit level one is so much more um, interactive and practical and even knowledge-based than pretty much anything out it's there. Cool. I mean, yes, you can get it over a weekend, but you, if you want to, it's kind of like college nowadays. I don't think people need to, most people, unless you're going to be a doctor, have like some specialty. And a lot of college stuff that people do is a waste of time. Unless you're like all in and like studying and like what your major is and that sort of thing. Like you get as much out of it as you put in. So. Next question. Next question. <laughs> Will you ever do an Oli comp, an Olympic weightlifting competition? Did you ever do one? Yeah, I've been multiple. Okay. Yeah. Did you win? Yeah. <laughs> he just goes, yeah. <laughs> well, I think, I think one time there was two people in my weight class, and the other time there was three people in my weight class. So you just take the win, though. <laughs> I mean, I I felt good. I felt like I lifted well, but yeah. Excuse me. It just me. depends on how big of a competition it is. Okay. Um, I don't really have a desire to. As you, as my coach, what would you, if I came up to you and was like, hey, I want to try to do this Olympic weightlifting competition, would you have any, like, major, I know you would be like, okay, do what you want, but. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it, it falls in line with something we're trying to get better at anyways, just general strength training, so. No, it wouldn't be yeah. bad. I just, I we just wouldn't like honestly. We wouldn't peak for it, or I mean, we would maybe change up a little things, like right leading up to the. To honestly, the event, I just, but I wouldn't like we it, wouldn't necessarily peak for it or anything else. It anything doesn't else. really interest me. 
I mean, it, I think it would be fun to experience one or two times. It doesn't really interest me because when I go in on sports, I'm just like, okay, I'm I'm all in and I want to be the best. And, and Rebecca, to Rebecca win. is a <laughs> she's a much better CrossFit weightlifter than a pure weightlifter. Yes, she's better when she gets out of her brain. Imam style or limited rest, like even the even though that running wasn't very much, that kind of stuff at semifinals, anything she lifts better in under those circumstances. Yeah, I agree. So I guess, it, or under that twenty second clock, like you do great on that, even though you're not tired, like just that next lifter, next lifter, next lifter, um, which is a little bit different than than the weightlifting. Yeah. The all, the only other... Unless that happened to me one time, where your your opener is heavier than everybody else's finishing oh, so weight, wait. and you just no, you don't get you wait till the end, but then you lift right after the, yourself. Oh, you don't get a break. So it's fast. So, well, it's like two minutes or something. Okay. So, I don't know. But it's fast if you're like a weightlifter, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're training to be I'm a weightlifter. Like, you're like every two minutes, I'm like that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, like for you, that would be good. That would be the perfect setup for you. But when you're like a weightlifter. Or like training a little bit yeah, more I like that, it. like I was or like to do. It's like, hey, I want to rest a little bit more. Yeah. Um, the only other issue with that is I feel like I'd get dinged all the time for my elbow. <laughs> so I have no I have no desire to to run into that situation. Yeah, I don't know how they would handle that at in a weightlifting event. Yeah. Once again, if you want to know more about that, just go to my newsletter on FAQs because I just get asked that a lot. <laughs> what should you do to train the hip pop for a bar muscle up? You should check out my bar muscle up series. That's free on my YouTube channel. That's what you should do. There was also a question where, wait, there was a butterfly pull up question too on here. Let me find it for a second. Uh, do you have butterfly pull up videos available for guidance? Yes. I think it was my very first skill series. So if it's awkward and weird, give it, give me a break because I was just getting better at my, my videos. Then I was just starting them and gotten a lot better. Uh, but yes, bar muscle ups, butterfly pull ups, ring muscle ups, snatches. I'm about to do a clean. Ooh, that's a hint that I haven't get out. I'm about to do a clean series. And that bug is still moving just, around over there. It's so distracting. All of that on free. For God's sakes, it's free on my YouTube channel. You're dumb. <laughs> Why do you do everything for free? Because I just want to help people. Just kidding. I'm the same. <laughs> okay. Don't be dumb. Remember that Don't was supposed be to be. Dumb. It's all on my Our YouTube mantra. channel. And there are programs on my website at RebeccaCusley.com if you want structured programs to go with those series. Check it out. Where's Blitz? That's the question. He's right there. Do you have any competitive rivals in CrossFit? Who and why? Yes. Coach Matt. Call somebody out. <laughs> yes. I was trying to think of someone who I could actually like just eye up right, right now. Not like Okay, when I was a teenager, though, nasty, nasty. Not not nasty competitor, but just, like, 
I come from that individual sport world of gymnastics that when I go head to head with someone, I'm like, I don't like you. So I'm going to destroy you. <laughs> we, we, we did have this conversation of, I think the sport needs a little bit. Actually, it's Castro's back, so that helps. Because he was like the evil villain. He was the bad guy. He created sports entertainment like within the brand, kind of like uh, Vince McMahon or you know Dana White or you know those types mm -hmm. of characters. So, but I always said like, man, it would be fun if they they we did create these mini, just like yeah, they do in the fighting game. Like they don't really hate each other, but they play it up a little bit. Like oh, we're really talking smack to each other, but they know they respect each other. Um, I'm trying to think. I would think it would be really fun if you know a guy if I was a guy competitor to pick somebody out who was lovable the most lovable person and just call mm -hmm. them up and be like hey I'm gonna play this role I'm gonna talk some smack you talk smack back we know it's all you know fun for fun just to like get people excited about it or excited about us or grow our profiles in the game and I think that would be so fun people would be so into it even if they even in like wrestling you kind of know it's a little bit of back and forth tongue-in-cheek like they're not totally serious but just a little bit of that drama. That so would who be could fun. you make somebody a, do that? Who who could you make a who would we call two questions. Who could you make a storyline out of out of the athletes that are competing this year? Could you make a storyline out of someone and who should we call up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean I'm trying to think. Like everyone's pretty nice. I mean that's the thing is people's nice. But that that's the whole thing is you pick the nice person and then you are the you become the heel the heel. That's my West Texas coming up. The heel. The hill. The, <laughs> the heel. Like H-E-E-L. You become the bad guy. You let them be the good guy. But it gets attention for everybody. It just makes it fun. And then the next year, they can like flip. Like you can be baby, be a baby face and make them a heel. They can be like Hollywood Hogan for a season. I'm trying to think of who could I. I don't know. I think that would be fun. Do you call out someone you're? I think it would no, get, no. You call out get, someone who's like the opposite of you, right? Or you because just because it's like the rivalry, like I two mean the, completely different. Yeah, things. I mean the easiest way to do it would be like let them to convince someone to do it is I'll let you you be the good guy that everyone's gonna love, and I'll yeah. be the bad guy. And then maybe I don't know. I think people would eat that up. I mean, oh yeah, it would be hilarious. It's just a, it's just story. Even though. if it was just funny videos, people would would love it. But you gotta find. You're gonna find someone to call out. Maybe you could do this on your own. You could create your own reels characters, like evil Becca and like, or like big Becca versus little Becca. Or, that would be funny. And you guys can do face-offs. So we'll just create our own until you find. I don't someone. have any rivals. Everybody's awesome. We're the the sportsmanship around the competition floor is is really awesome. I haven't run into any one besides myself that I talk smack to. <laughs> I just talk smack to myself all the time. Why are you so weak? Why are you so tiny? Okay. Do y'all have training seminars? No, but that is something I'd really be interested in doing in the future. I'm just doing a lot of stuff right now. Maybe in the future. I would love to do anything from our normal skill uh, gymnastics seminars or weightlifting seminars that we've done, like we've done clinics in the past, to anything from there to coaching too. And you guys can see how like much we love to talk about coaching and how much like when you talk to other coaches, how fun it is when you guys get to like converse back and forth and learn a lot. 
what 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 goes on in gyms and every gym's a little bit different and how you can learn from each other uh, but no not at the moment we're doing a lot of other things right now how do you deal with injury lower back specifically I would you got to find the root cause what's the root cause of causing that what's causing that injury so that's the biggest thing is so many people will have an issue with something and then they'll rest it or they'll avoid something, but then it'll feel good. And they'll go do, they same won't change anything. Same thing, yeah. Or they'll stop doing the mobility stuff that helped it feel good. So whether that's um, lower back specific, it could be a ton of things causing that. You'd have to like get with your coach or, you know, you can, there's tons of resources online as well. But I would say stretching your hips, spending more time, seeing how tight your hips are. That would be step one. And then midline stability, core strength. You can think that you're keeping your midline stable, but you might not actually be doing that. So, you know, simple things that people don't want to do, like bird dogs and like um, just some very simple core stabilization movement. Like three to five minute core workouts that are posted daily on my Instagram. Yeah, that could help. But I mean... <laughs> Not, but some, of that, some of that stuff is like dynamic core movement versus like I see tons of people that they think they know how to deadlift, but when they bend over to deadlift, they don't get in a great position. And maybe they know how to keep their back flat, but they overextend and their belly's totally off. Or if I ask them to do a single leg RDL, that hip shoots off to the side. So they don't have any, you know, we talk about that a lot, a lot when we do something like a, a bird dog. Most people like overextend and arch and they're not like flat like a table. They don't know how to like stabilize their spine. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, those those are some simple things that um, you think you have a concept of it. And you so this goes back to videoing yourself and then or working with a coach and learning how to really keep your new, your spine neutral. Man, that's another place like overhead lifting is another one where that gets fired up because people overextend so much yeah. in overhead lifting. And I, it happens to me and you don't realize you're doing it sometimes. So you see it or someone calls you on it. And you're like, yeah, I am. I need to revamp. This is such an old program. I had a hundred days to happy hippies program that I, the reason I wrote that up is because I was having so many issues with my hips and they were getting so tight. And I just had to write like a little checklist for me to go through each week that loosened up my hips and uh, helped my lower back issues that were going on. So maybe I need to revamp that program and get it out there. It might help some people. It always helps to have like a yeah. checklist of like some, accessory work to do but make yeah. it 30 days so you just like more people like, will actually well more, more people will try it okay you say 100 days let's do it see i just want to like help it's people. like oh my gosh 100 I days i mean 30 days i got like 50 days in and then maybe you can like you keep it up after 30 but that was like two three years ago i did that so i'll have to look back at that program last question and then we're leaving you guys with a workout that i haven't picked up. I have to think back to it. Do you prefer morning or afternoon slash evening training sessions? Why? He only works out in the afternoon. I've tried to no, get I him work to work out in the out. morning. I've tried to, no, I've tried to get you to on work Saturdays. out on Saturdays because everybody's working out in the morning on Saturdays. Um, I, you know what, uh, if I had to pick, so I work out I want to, I started, I mean, all my training has worked into like the coaching schedule too. So I train all over the place and I love it just because I want to be ready for all of it. 
like sometimes you have to compete at super early in the morning sometimes yeah and you have to compete around your lunchtime and move around your eating and everything and then obviously a lot of times you have to compete in the evening so i do all that but i am an early bird i've always been that way i i wake up to come train with the 6 a.m crew and i actually love it i don't like sleeping in <laughs> i like getting up and getting the day going like a crazy person but i would pick morning just because I like to get the day started. It feels good to get it for me, my first workout in for a lot of people, your one workout of the day in and then have the rest of the day to kind of like go do other things, get that off of your plate. But then there's the afternoon peeps too. Yeah. I'm a night owl. So I feel definitely, I'm definitely an afternoon preference. And I think that too, just, my body feels better. I love the feeling of getting done and doing a workout early and being done for the day. And it does feel great when you finish and you get that like first win of the day. But it's just so I totally get that. But I could up. almost always think to myself, I mean, you could program your, your body. Human body is amazing. You can adapt to anything if you want to. Like it's an excuse if you, if you say, oh, I can't work out in the morning. But I haven't adapted it enough or tried it enough to where if I did a workout at 6 a.m., I know without a doubt that if that I would bar would feel so heavy. If I would, even bar. if I went to bed earlier, if I, if I, yeah, the bar would feel so heavy. If I would just waited till like three or four, I would perform better. Um, and so I, I guess that's that that's kind of why I lean towards that. Yeah. So and I'm more awake, which is nice. Workout time. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Well, I, I liked yesterday's, but I keep giving like those. You said that like, you said that was your favorite workout. Well, it's on my of list of top workouts that we've ever done, like class wise. It was so much fun. I think it was just the people I was racing against too, but it was very unique. I'm not gonna give that one because no one's gonna understand how it's gonna roll if I if you don't like do a whole video explanation <laughs> with it. No, it's way too confusing. Um, so I liked my second workout yesterday, but. I don't want to give that one away, just because it's just volume. I don't. You don't need people doing 180 wall balls. Most people doing 180 wall balls. <sighs> what do we do on Monday? Thrusters and runs. No. Oh, we did those intervals. That was fun with the kettlebells. You did really good on that workout. Oh, I like that one. Okay. The. Um, Bike. Remember it. Bike. Double kettle, kettlebell snatch. snatch. Front squat and then bar muscle ups. Okay, four sets of, did you do 15 cow bike too? 15 cow yeah. bike, nine double kettlebell snatches. You use 53s, I use 35s. 15 double kettlebell front squat or goblet squats. You can put, if that's too much, you can put one kettlebell off to the side and do 15 goblet squats. And then nine bar muscle ups. Rest two minutes in between each set. Or... I did chest of bars. Or chest of bars. Challenging I, gymnastics. Well, I I like bar muscle up. This is good and goes back to that earlier thing I was saying. I prefer like muscle ups over volume chest of bars. And so, and kind of the way it's an interval. So it's like everything's unbroken, right? Mm -hmm. So nine bar muscle ups, you can do unbroken. I know when I get that fatigued, I'm not, hard. I'm not holding nine bar muscle ups unbroken. So I switched to chest of bars, added a few reps. And did try to do those chest of bars unbroken. Ah, that got hard. It got yeah. super grippy. It was pretty leggy at the beginning too, though. Yeah, there you go. 
there's your workout of the week. Try it. Give it a shot. Um, and let us know how it goes. That's a wrap for episode eight. I'm so glad I set up your throne, Blitz. Blitz, come back. Come back and say bye. Come on. Come here. Up here. Come on. Come say bye. Come say bye for the TV people. Up, up. Up, up. Up, up. There Yay, he is. Yay, the he whole was, crew. He was napping. Throw him your bone. Say, <laughs> I had to go get a bone because I couldn't sit still. Oh, oh no, there no. it goes. That's why we don't like the throne either. <laughs> Blitz, say bye. Say bye-bye. Can bye-bye. you say bye? Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, like, subscribe, ask us questions. See y'all later. <laughs> Bye.